12-sided stories is for mature audiences and often deals with topics that may be difficult for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Welcome to episode four of Unquiet Blood Hellfire, a game of Vampire 5e. I am your GM, Mac Beauvais, and I got some players with me. Let's start with Wes. Hello, I am Wes Otis, and I'm playing Simon Vance, a Notesferatu who wants to know as much as possible. I was going to do a pun, but I, I felt for Saint in, in particular, who always takes the most damage when I do my puns. So I just didn't, I didn't do it. So there you go. Hello, I am playing tricks and she's a bruja who has been kind of, uh, you know, she wants to do her job, but uh, people are making it weird. It's weird, and she wants more vibes. She just wants to relax for the vibes, and it's just, it's not vibes. Also, she is 80 years old, but she's using vibes. Hi, I am. I'm sorry. That's just too good. <laughs> I'm Pooja, and I am playing Malice, the headline performer of the Hellfire Club. And, you know person who is completely willing to shamelessly trade on everyone's adoration of her to get what she wants, as it should be. Hey, I am playing Blanca Santos, a Tremere, who is uh, also a blood witch. And she, um, I, I was think, trying to think of a sandwich pun. It wasn't coming. So uh, she's, uh, you know, she's into that blood magic and uh, she's a consultant for the club. Are you a good witch or a blood witch? I'm a blood witch. <laughs> I'm a sandwich. I'm a sandwich. Before we start, please consider supporting the show through Patreon or on coffee.com spelled K-O-F-I. Now, on with the show. So let's see, last episode. Last episode was a lot of information gathering more than anything. We had a follow-up from Rafi to check in with the team and see how the agenda for the week was going and seem to be relatively satisfied with the answers that were received. However, persons of interest were mentioned and there was some curiosity surrounding that particular phrase, uh, which led to Josiah doing a check-in with the team where more information was also not doled out. But that is despite the fact that the team has actually gotten quite a bit of information, including the fact that there are several contacts in play and very much a Camarilla connection happening with Crypt Club. What that is and to what degree? Well, maybe we'll find out. Maybe in this episode and maybe not. And with that, we should start this episode. 
where the last thing that came through was a note to Simon from his black market contact, Arthur, that uh, Madonna, a performer with no relation to the other Madonna, a performer, has been seen coming and going from the Crypt Club. So I head back after getting that information and I say, Malice, do we know any more about what's going on with our talent disappearing? Well, I understand that it's difficult for you to, you know, comprehend the the intricacies of, of hiring and, and finding the correct performers, but our talent is not disappearing. So everybody who you it was signed up is showing up. A few people who I arranged to audition to see if they met our standards did not show up. We have a full roster of exceptional talent who are performing at our club. However, the people who did not show up do all seem to have interesting connections, uh, specifically Madonna, who, let's be real, she may or may not be a two-bit hack who is railing against a more popular mortal who upstaged her, used to perform very regularly for the Camarilla. And she would very much like to get her built-in audience back, seeing as she can't seem to pivot to get a new one. Um, the politics of what you do is really difficult for me to follow. Um... So we we have a full roster, and we don't have to worry about any talent at all at this point. Do we know, are they going to the Crypt Club or no? The three who decided not to audition with us have signed with Niven, hmm. which is why I followed up and found out about Madonna, truly. Just let it go, I mean... It would be better not to remind everyone that you got upstaged by a mere mortal for decades. Oh, well, it's not my expertise um, with pop music, of course. Uh, but if we have the prerequisite talent, what else do we think we need to do about the Crypt Club? I mean, is there anything we can do? Well, we should scope out the competition. Yeah, I want to know what their end game is what's their purpose i'd imagine the purpose is the same as as ours is to collect as many vampires to them and have a power base the fact that they're opening up so closely to us tells us that we're probably on the menu in a way <laughs> but uh i digress honestly simon i think that's a fair assessment now, me and Stuart have to update some of our sensors on the outside to uh, increase them to uh, infrared capability. This shouldn't be too hard, but we need to start here for today. After that, I'm going to check in with our potential connection on Niven and Crypt Club. Um, I am not very good at the staking out of places, but... Do we know somebody that is that could hang out, possibly find out more information at the club? I feel like, wait, meta, meta question. Were Malice and Blanca going to go there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm not very good at 
staking out places. Uh, do one of you have a suggestion for who should be our club, I guess, stakeout team? Well, I think I think Malice and I could do that. I think that, um, you know, we'd, we'd be good at just kind of lying low and taking a look. Okay. Yeah, so we wouldn't stick out quite so badly. Of course. I'm very much a, a sore thumb, as you would say. I would never be so blasé, but... Mm, of course not. All right. Just as a side thing, as soon as our paperwork is secure, <laughs> as far as our permits and everything... Mm-hmm. I have an idea, but I want to make sure our permits are secure first. I, okay. had, I had had that same idea. I don't know if you did. Fucking up their paperwork? Not necessarily their paperwork, but going on, you know, neighbor spy uh, app, <laughs> the neighbor spy app, and uh, acting like someone, a resident near their club and saying, did you know there's a nightclub opening up and like start stirring some shit in the neighborhood so that it makes it harder for them to get their permits. But I don't want to do it until we've secured ours because I don't want it to spill into our neighborhood. Mine was a little bit more highbrow, so I'll wait. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Blanca, you get an email alert. Okay. And there's some electronic document signing that needs to happen, which I am guessing you have been authorized to sign off on behalf? I'm sure, yeah. Okay, you go ahead and sign off on stuff and your permits and zoning stuff have been cleared. Excellent, I forward that to Rafi, you know, CC Annalise, like do all the corporate stuff and then immediately go on the Neighbor Spy app. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. So tell me tell me more about this uh, neighbor spy app thing that you <laughs> are starting up on. Well, I'm posing as a resident near Crypt Club, you know. I'm just putting stuff like, did you know that there's a nightclub opening up? Do you know what kind of noise this is going to cause? Shouldn't we be doing something about this? You know, that kind of stuff. Okay. Parking is already hard in San Francisco. Yeah, impossible in San Francisco. Exactly. I didn't pay $4 million for 300 square feet just to not be able to go to sleep at night. <laughs> Those apps are real too, aren't they? Yeah, it's, I mean, I call it neighbor spy because that's really what it is. And it's yeah. just, oh my God, I was on it for about two days and just reading all the crap on there and whatever. I'm like, I don't want to be, I don't want to associate with these people. No, I'm on one like that. And the only reason that I deal with any of the alerts and crap is because I use it for finding weird shit that people are selling or getting rid of. Yeah. It's like a buy nothing group for me. (laughs) But okay. So you've knocked that domino over. Do you let the rest of your team, quote unquote, know that agenda item is taken care of or not? Yeah. Yeah. That's nothing I need to play close to the vest. And of course, I'm doing it from fake email accounts. Noted. We'll give that some time to percolate because you are posting it at a rather late hour and it may take some time to circulate within the group. I was going to say I'm ready to disperse if there's nothing else that we want to share because I do need to make the call and then do the camera thing. All right. Are you all breaking up for the evening to go about your machinations then? 
Sure. Yeah, so. Yes. All right. Machinate. Let's machinate. <laughs> I like that word. It's got my name in it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm full of machinations. Yes. Uh, you are the uh, machinator. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> oh, GM. <laughs> All right. So instead of assigning who I'm going to z- zone in on first, is there anybody who would like to, to kick off the next wave of doing things? Well, I'm going to do an outdoor survey quickly with Stuart and kind of indicate, hey, this is a good place for a sensor over an entrance here. Uh, we're talking about, you know, visual disruptor type vampires might be coming in. So uh, we're just thinking about focusing on entrances and, you know, kind of whatever makes the most sense for the exterior of the building. And then I'm going to set the team to work on putting that up. Unless you want me to roll about it, I'm willing to. Because then I also need to make the call to Jillian and (laughs) figure that out. You oversee the team. You can tell them what to do. So they're going to go ahead and get started on all of that. Cool. I'm like, thanks. I trust you, Stuart. It's in good hands. And I jog up to the control room. And I'm going to use actually a, basically a VoIP program to call this person. It's going to be the same number. It's going to seem like the same number. So, but I want to be able to get this person's, I want to be able to record it just in case shit hits the fan. Sure. I'm one of those types. So that's, I think the only difference with this call. And then, uh, yeah, I'm ready to make it. Okay. Well then let's do that. So you call Jillian Soros. Yeah. Hey, this is uh, Stuart's friend, Trix. Um, We talked earlier, and I was hoping uh, you'd be interested in sharing some information for, of course, a price. I was about to say, uh, only if you're interested in uh, sharing some cash. Yeah, yeah. I don't usually do it in this format, so uh, my bad for uh, our unwieldy exchange earlier, but uh, don't worry, we definitely have a budget for that. Okay, well, here is uh, my information for payment, and you can go ahead and put in a deposit, and then I'm happy to talk to you. Interesting. And they send you, like, cash app type of, you know, they they tell you, like, a username for stuff, and uh, they do not tell you an amount. They just give you that and are basically seeing what you're, what this is worth to you. Before I make my deposit, I have to admit that I am a discerning client here. I need to know that you know anything first, so... Define anything. Perhaps I can give you a last name, and perhaps you can give me a first name. And uh, if they match, maybe we can proceed. Acceptable. All right. I'm working with someone named Romero. I'd like to expand my relationship with this person informationally. <laughs> and I I think rightly assume you're discussing Niven. All right, I look up the, uh, I almost called it Vampmo instead of Venmo. <gasps> Wait, that would be hilarious. <laughs> no, Vampmo. I think it's a thing now. Vampmo. <laughs> it's my brain on exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I look up I look up the vamp mode thing. I'm gonna send we're vampires, we're old, we've got money. Uh, but I actually how much are am I able to send like 
I don't know, 50K and it doesn't mean anything? That would be a lot. That's a lot for me. Yeah, I feel like 50K is a lot. Okay. I, I, in my dreams, I was balling, but I wake up and it's- Yeah, 50K <laughs> is still a lot. And um, I don't think they're expecting quite that much. Okay. Let's, how about, how about uh, 3K? Sure. Okay. I'm gonna, I'll just. And you hear this kind of like boop, boop on the other end of their, uh, their phone receiving it. Okay, we can talk. All right. Well, I'm gonna hand you the floor. Trust me, there's more. But um, let's get some info on what is Niven doing these days. There's a lot to say about Niven. Do you have any specific questions? You got um, I'm working on a connection between Niven and the Crypt Club. Any word on the street? A little. It's still early days, uh, as far as I'm aware, with this project. There is some rumblings that some older members of the community are rallying around this potential opportunity to regain power. And when you say old, are you meaning perhaps... uh... The Camarilla that used to be in power in San Francisco. And other locales that have decided to make travel a priority. And that is absolutely worth what I paid you. Um, The word prince has been thrown around a few times. And just as a general, you know, uh, information thing, you all would know that the prince is sort of the highest title with the Camarilla that usually oversees certain segments of a population. My brain went to, well, we have Madonna and now we have prince. (laughs) Right? Oh, now, when you say prince, do you mean a a new prince or perhaps one who's rising back up to uh, former glory? A vacuum has been left, and I do believe that some of these vampires intend to fill that vacuum and rebuild structure. Very, very good. Okay. Does the city of San Diego... Uh, have any significance to you right now? Perhaps significance in the last few weeks? Mm, I have heard there's been some goings-on in that area and some panic in part of uh, a certain club chain that's being discussed. Uh, Names have been thrown around a bit about some Hellfire Society or Hellfire group or something. Well, thank you. And I'm going to send another 2K to Jillian on the old vamp mo. I might be in touch. And don't worry, uh, you will be compensated. And you hear the boop boop on the other end again, and there you go. You know where to find me. I just hang up. Okay. Very interesting. So we've got Camarilla. And I'm I'm definitely starting uh, little files, definitely, to (laughs) category, category. Very organized, not like myself in real life. And I've got now a big question mark next to a new prince. (laughs) Slap it on the wall. (laughs) Okay, so I think I'm gonna then just like kind of resume, I guess, adjusting our new um, security system capability. Just work on the computers there and yeah, good for now. All right, shall we bounce over to Simon and see what Simon is doing? Okay, so I have a question. I've 
tried to put a lot of time in, you know, local politics or even regional politics. Do I, would I be able to know anyone downtown that maybe needs a set of golf clubs that I could talk to about the up and coming crypt club and their liquor license? <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see. You know about um, Pietro Donovan at the SFLCC. And so they are part of the, the bigger uh, liquor board commission in the state of California. How corrupt are they? They could probably be bought. Okay. It has to be interesting to them, though. So I call them up. Go for Pietro. Uh, this is... Um... Simon Vance, it's nice to speak to you. I was wondering if I could bother you just for a moment about a an opportunity. If it's worth my time, bother away. There's a new club that's being put in not far from ours. It's called the Crypt Club. And they are going to be an issue for us that I'd like to deal with, if you'd help me with that. I'm sure that their building is on some sort of historical site, and I'm sure that their liquor license probably needs to be pulled. My question is, what would you like in order to help? Are you still golfing? Oh, every chance I get. But, I mean, competition is good for the city, though. Granted, but it's not good for your pocket or, or our pocket. And for right now, this particular club, not all clubs, but this particular club is a little too close for comfort. We already have our club going in. We don't want two nightclubs with the same je ne sais quoi going in in the same place. So if you could help, I'd be greatly appreciative. I'll tell you what, there is something you can do for me, should you find yourself capable of doing so. I have been having some issues with the Lakeside Country Club, uh, issues that involve my membership being revoked. Oh, that is is not good. No, it's not, especially since it's the place that contains my preferred golf courses. Uh, should you find yourself capable of getting them to reconsider, I would consider a deeper investigation into this Crypt Club. Well, I do know Tammy over there. She's on the board. I can give her a call and see what I can do. That would be appreciated, and I feel uh, this could be mutually beneficial for us and perhaps even positive for the city. That's what we're always after, isn't it, sir? Always. I will avail myself to you, and uh, we will see what we can come up with. Uh, I look forward to speaking further, and... uh, getting back on the green. Okay. So, of course. And then I hang up. I, of course, have more stuff to do, but if we want to jump to someone else for a little bit, that's completely cool. Yeah, I was about to say, so you've got you got another task. Uh, yeah. So let's go see what... <laughs> My list is just... <laughs> so many people. It's so hard to open a club. <laughs> uh, let's go over to Blanca and Malice. What are you up to? Well, now that I have completed my opening night preparations, at least for the moment, until contracts are signed and blah, 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 all the details that Tomas is going to take care of anyway, I would love to go see what Niven is up to. 
Me too. I say, uh, we take a little drive or walk, whatever's easier. Why arrive? It's like, uh, like we're not as important as we are when we could have someone bring us in the manner to which we are accustomed. True, but we are trying to stay low key. I know that's a difficult concept for you. You'd be surprised. Think of it as a um, theatrical disguise. Fine. Let us uh, head over to the Crypt Club then. But ha- I mean, having someone drop us off is a good idea. Yes. Because parking's terrible. <laughs> I mean, never. I don't drive myself anywhere. If I could help it. <laughs> All right. So you're having somebody, uh, is it Tomas who's driving you over? No, I don't want to use Tomas. He has other duties that he needs to perform, but just one of the flunkies from the club. Okay. You know, nameless, wearing a red shirt, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, they are all doing a lot of busy, busy to get things ready. So there may be a little convincing necessary to get them to step away long enough to whisk you away. Let's say you go up to Colin and he's busy working on some revarnishing of the bar or something like that. You know, just looking more like he's doing a... busy work than anything else, but is very intent at appearing to be doing a good job. Huh. You. You look like you know how to drive a car. He just kind of looks around like... Yes. Keep up. Uh, we require transportation. Not my department, lady. No, but since this is a task for senior management... I'm sure they definitely don't want to hear that you refuse to do it. Yeah, but I got a task now, and if I don't do that task, they're also going to be upset, so... Yeah, yes, but do you want to say I had to varnish this bar for the third time because I messed it up for the first two, or do you want to say I assisted two prominent people in the club's ownership in a important task set by Annalise and Rafi? Let's do a manipulation, and I think this is an intimidation role, because you've just name-dropped the the head honchos. Yeah, go ahead and do a roll about it. Difficulty sixes. Okay, that is a nine, an eight, and a ten. You, would you put in a good word with them if, if I did this? You will be the first I mention. Um... Uh, Okay, do you do you have a car you want me to drive or I I have uh I, I have my car parked out back. It's uh it's a, uh, okay. And he puts down the the varnishing materials and leads you out back to his rabbit, which is a pretty compact little podunk car, but he's like here she is. Blanca, Blanca. There's low key and then there's whatever this is. We'll take one of the club's cars. And I just say, oh, a rabbit in San Francisco. How brave. Is somebody going to go get the, the keys to one of the, the club cars? Do you have access to the club cars? I'm sure Blanca would, being a consultant and all, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, okay, so um, sure, yes and. You get uh, the car keys and hand them off to Colin, and he hops behind the driver's seat. And where to? About a block away from the Crip Club? It's a little further. It's across town. Okay. No, I mean, I, I want him to park oh, about a oh, block away. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I, thought you, I thought you were asking if it was a block away. I'm like, oh, that's God, too no. close. <laughs> like, nobody's that crazy. We could just, like, 
look out the window and spy on them all day like like (laughs) binoculars so yeah he takes you to um within a block of the crib club and he's do you want me to should should i wait here uh no uh here have some have a break you can return from us for us in an hour um okay enjoy you look peckish and he just kind of nods little worried that he's gonna get in trouble still but drives off i don't want one of the club cars to be just like chill in a block outside of the yeah yeah um and you know you know that these cars have been tricked out with the advertising on the sides and shit too <laughs> like it's got like the hot rod flames down the side <laughs> and it's just tacky af because nothing about any vampire club is subtle what they think is classy like the matte black car with the the shiny black flames you know like the gloss black flames and like hellfire written in you know the the script down the side that's kind of it, it imitates the neon sign out front of the club kind of thing so it's it's tacky but it's just shy of being like holy shit it's tacky but it doesn't look cheap it's what somebody thinks is fancy <sighs> they never should have let simon design uh design these i know i mean really uh, anyway, so I want to activate heightened senses. Heightened senses activated. What do you need to do? Is there anything special for that? Let me see. I think it's just wits and resolve. Yeah, wits and resolve. And I get to add my auspex rating to all perception rolls. Okay, so if you make the roll, then you get to add auspex to any perception rolls that you do going forward. Is that it? Right, right. Okay, that's fair. 10 and an 8. And a six. You crush it. My senses are heightened. I'm trying to think you roll a 10. I'm trying to think if I've got anything special that I can uh, can give you at this point, but you're also, what, a block away from the club still? Yeah. I will tell you, for since you did get 10 and I'm feeling generous, as you're walking up to the club, another car passes by with really extremely darkened windows, and you can tell that whoever is inside is very old. And if you stop and watch the car go, you'll notice it does drop somebody off up the street at the club. But it's hard to tell. They've got a jacket with a collar pulled up and everything, so you can't really see who it is, but it's definitely somebody of note is entering the club. Okay, and I say to Malice, I go, "Mm, we're dealing with somebody ancient. And a big wig. Wow. This just gets more and more interesting, doesn't it? Explains the lack of imagination as well. Yeah. Old bloods. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall we? We shall. After you. Okay, Victorians. <laughs> <laughs> so we go inside the club. The club is not open. Oh, never mind. <laughs> so we go up to the door. Okay. You go up to the front door? Yes. Yes. The door that people have been get, getting dropped off at, I'm assuming, is the front door, right? Is a side door. Oh, we'll go to that one. Okay. Yeah, everybody's been going in a side door. The The front door is closed and is got, you know, they got the coming soon banner out front. And yeah, the, the doors are obviously fancy looking and like, you know, yours, you've got the, the flames that are the door handles and they've got the, you know, toe pincher coffin shaped 
door handles, you know, the, the whole nine. So it's very, you can tell just how similar it is between these two clubs. So you go to the side door, there is a keypad and a place for like a security card to get in. And there is a camera that is poised right at the entryway of the door and an intercom speaker. There's no indication that there's anybody doing, saying, paying attention at all, except for you hear just the slightest whir of the camera as though it's zooming in. Hit the intercom, I guess. Yes, can I help you? I was referred here to speak with Niven. Referred by who? A mutual acquaintance. And the thing kind of whirs a little more, and it's clear that they're sort of eyeing you up and down. And um, hold a moment. And there's a really long pause. Very artfully, don't look worried at all. Checking my nails. (laughs) And you hear the door buzz and click to let you inside. So enter the club. Yep. The lion's den, as it were. Right behind her. (laughs) And as you enter and the door shuts behind you, a blazingly bright light snaps on and hits both of you square in the face. And that's where we're going to end it. Ah. (laughs) 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 Thanks for tuning in to episode four of Unquiet Blood Hellfire. I have been and will continue to be your GM, Mac Beauvais. You can find me online everywhere as at Strange Like That, the Twitter, Instagram, Facebooks, TikTok, and my website. Let's go around and see where we can find everyone else, starting with Pooja. Hello, I'm Pooja, and you can find me on Twitter at LADCGirl. That's L-A-D-E-S-I girl. I uh, mostly post pictures of my cats. So if you like cats, come follow me on Twitter. (laughs) Or you can find me on most of the other socials as Forgotten Saves. And if you want to hear me play other TTRPGs, you can find me on Happy Jacks RPG, uh, either streaming on Twitch or like YouTube playlists, also a podcast feed. Hello, I'm Saint or Saint Spider, and you can find me on Twitter. That's where I'm most active at Saint Spider TV. That's uh, S-A-I-N-T-S-P-I-D-E-R-T-V. And thanks. Hey, I'm Michelle, and you can find me on Twitter at Michulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. You can also find my music and Wes's amazing sound effects if you subscribe to the Plate Mail Games catalog through BattleBards. And I'm Wes Otis, and you can find me at Plate Mail Games on Twitter. You can also find the show on Twitter at 12 Sided Stories. Uh, that's the number 12 and then Sided Stories. And we're also over on Discord. If you want to check us out over there, uh, you can. We have a great community. We'd love you to join. And we also are on Twitch now at 12 Sided Stories. Follow us there for when we go live. We do a lot of really cool shows over there as well. And finally, if you want to help out the show, uh, you know, come subscribe to us on Patreon or Coffee, or give us a review or give us a shout out. All of those things help. Thank you so much, Mac, for running. And thank you, everybody, for playing. We will see you next week where half our team might die, which will make it way easier for everyone else. <laughs> see y'all Roll next week. Wait, Roll new characters. <laughs> Bye, Bye, everybody.